ladies and gentlemen. That's life. That's life. That's what all the people say. You're riding high in April, shot down in May. But I know I'm gonna change that tune. When I'm back on top, back on top in June. I said that's life. That's life. Sure, listen to the League Podcast, episode 435. I'm Matt Derson. Jason Todd, the Red Hood here. Just kidding. Or uh, maybe you're not. You did dress up as him for Halloween one year, didn't you? He's my favorite Robin, to, and he's the only one I have a pretty good cosplay for. And I find myself doing stuff. Oh, DC's having a sale. Why don't I get the Red Hood hoodie? And I call it the Red Hoodie. Why That's don't a I good get name. that? Because oh, I can use it as a cosplay and be warm and just wear it regular <laughs> did you put lights did you put the lights in the red hood mask I that was, a, that that. was a, the whole thing we were at once r.i.p yep. once we were at once yeah and i did have these lights and there's all these youtube things that you can watch and see how people do special things for their cosplay but stacy got me this really nice red hood thing and i've had all these plans i'm gonna i'm gonna spray paint it with you know coat of car spray paint and make it look really nice and i'm gonna add lights to it but honestly i don't know how to do any of that stuff (laughs) i had the thing on and the lights i could put the thing on and have the lights work for two minutes straight and then i had to just take the lights out and be yeah i'm just the red hood now (laughs) i do like the red hood he's a fun one to play in a batman video game okay well, that's your. I like I'm gonna get into. Comments. I'm gonna tell you about the Red Hood in a minute, but I just want to tell you that we are gonna talk about. This is the league versus three jokers. Three jokers. Jeff Johns, Jason Fabok, Black Label book, as they call it. A black, black label. label, which is yeah, kind of Vertigo. It's kind of anything that they don't want to put as going on in current DC continuity. It usually skews a little bit mature readers kind of thing I would say right definitely faults under this but you know if yeah this killing... isn't really mature readers but but if the yeah. killing joke were to come out today it would be a black label book that's and true when they probably do, would and when they do stuff they re-release stuff they'll you know they bind a new edition of the killing joke which i'm sure they sell a million of every year they are probably <laughs> going to call it black label yeah so this is this was the long awaited. I feel they talked about this a long time ago. They finally came out last year. Yeah, I was at Comic Con. Claim and some people not great. Yeah, you know, the reviews. I don't know. What do you no, think? I didn't, re- I didn't just... read any reviews, but I I remember Comic Con. I couldn't even tell you what year it was. Twenty eighteen New York Comic Con saw a panel with Jeff Johns and they re- revealed the three Jokers. It was just. They were just getting into it. They added some artwork for it, some sketches. Mm. And I was there for that, and I was excited about it. And then I kind of forgot about it until it came out. Yeah, it kind of was... I don't know if it was delayed because of COVID 
I think it might have been there might have been a COVID delay in there at least, but it was also delayed for a while yeah. because it did take them a long time. It's only three issues. And also within the past year, DC went through a bunch of editorial changes and the distro and everything got all fucked up. So, and Jeff Jones is a busy dude. He writes for all the movies. You know, he's an executive. Yeah, he's a busy guy. Producer of all their, all their shit. So, well. yeah, it's true. But he's uh, a master. Well, so before we do anything guy. else, uh, spoiler warning: we're going to talk about three Jokers. So if you haven't read it yet. You know, don't listen if you want to don't get spoiled, but you should Go probably read, it. Go read it. It's good. It's good. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to, I know, like I said, the reviews are a little meh. I didn't read one review. I, uh, and I. A couple. Have, I mean, some were very positive. I'm not. I've you know, kind of just, got reached a little weird stalemate with my comic reading. So I'm mostly reading in trade now and in the apps and I don't. I go to the store even, but I don't really read those till later. And you know, I've <laughs> I've had I had all these, but then I I bought it on Comicsology because I was like, oh, I have to get the box out. I didn't yeah. keep up. I didn't keep. I didn't even read the first issue, so <laughs> I read the whole thing at once. It's actually better if you read it in one sitting. I've discovered because I read them by issue, and then I read the my brother got me the trade the hardcover for Christmas. That was oh, very nice. nice of him. That's a great gift. Yeah. So it's a it's just so, you know, the three jokers, there's a clown, a comedian and a criminal. Those are sort of the three jokers that we're focusing on in this in this series. Right. So here's the funny thing. So you talk about it. Yeah, it's not really in continuity, I guess, as we say, although some people are wondering, was Alfred alive? He's dead and all this stuff. Yeah, That's the thing where you get a be able to tell these kind of stories and not give a shit about that and still have it be an important Batman or a, an important Joker story. It, you <laughs> have to be able to do that. That's how yeah. comics have always been. You're telling me the Dark Knight Returns is not in continuity. It's part of the general continuity that is Batman. Right. <laughs> you know? but because it's sort of, it's sort of old Batman, then you can still, you can say it is, but not, you know what I mean? People like to find their little, loopholes and stuff you know yeah so the idea is that so bat going way back let's go back a couple years here so batman sits in the mobius chair right oh yeah for uh rebirth and all that yeah and he said i want to know the joker's name and the chair says which one there's three and so fans all were right you know people what does he mean so I have to say that's a bit of a bait and switch because while there are three Jokers in this story, the idea is that there was one Joker creating other Jokers, right? Like, oh, you just skipped right to the old spoiler. Sorry. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I told you spoiler warning. Oh, I I know. I, I just didn't know if people thought we were going to tease right. it I'm out. <laughs> But Sorry. I mean, you already identified that there were three jokers. And there are three the main jokers. main question is why are there three jokers? Right. It does make was sense. the idea that there were always three jokers? I mean, like in that White Knight series, right? The the Batman White Knight series, there's two Harley Quinns. Yes. Legit two Harley Quinns. And and I say that's that's a black label too, and, and I consider that like it's not in continuity, but I want a great fucking Batman story. All I want yeah, is good I kinda story. wish it was. No, I mean it doesn't matter. It doesn't what's continuity? It's all this. Who gives a shit? It's scares. better when it's not it's better when it's not. It's better when it's multiverse style, really. Right. Because tell... you can 
I think that we should identify because this is something that even after reading it and and doing research on this and not not so much reviews but hearing other people interpret it who the three jokers are we should really break that down one sure. is the killing joke joker so right the killing joke joker is the same one that kill uh, that didn't kill but shot barbara gordon and right. made her paralyzed batgirl batgirl is in this story too then yes. there's kind of the there's the one that kills like the silver Todd, didn't kill jason Todd. yeah there is yeah, there is the, the the criminal Joker is the one that's kind of old school, like old school and like, yeah. He's kind like, of, lo- he looks yeah. older. To, he looks, right. looks like he has wrinkles on his face. Yes, exactly, exactly. That is the criminal Joker. And it is, but, and I yeah. was thinking because I did some other reading too. It's like that awesome Brian Azzarello Joker. Yeah, that was like a really badass. Heath Ledger type of Joker, and I kind of pictured right. that Joker kind of being one of these Jokers too, you know. Right, you could do that. It's kind of it's kind of a shame. Like if you were, if this was a Marvel, if this was an MCU movie, and if, unfortunately Heath Ledger is no longer with us. But imagine if you could somehow do a three Jokers live action. <laughs> like, right, it would be so ridiculous though if it was Jared Leto, and I know fucking Joaquin Phoenix, Joaquin Jack Nicholson. I would take. I would take Jack Nicholson, Heath Ledger, and I don't even like who would you pick for that last one? I guess. I, I, guess. I don't know because they don't. None of the actors fit any of these three Jokers. Not really, but the Heath Ledger one comes closest, right? You yeah, right. I think, right. Unfortunately, he's not with us. But yeah, so, the, so anyway, yeah, there's that's the, the three. three there's right? that Joker. There's the and the comedian Joker. I think is the one that's kind of the most current he's the heath ledger i kind of think joker the like the comedian from the killing joke like the red hood comedian joker, no I no i mean he's more uh, i don't know it's hard to say one of the beat jason todd to death you know almost yeah. to death. the one the guy that beat jason todd to death is not the same one that shot barbara gordon right 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 exactly that's what we're kind of getting into here there's different jokers and then from there's different... one that's kind of i don't know neil adams yeah joker. yeah I, I, I like that i like that so here's what i'm gonna okay as a joker fan i'm gonna tell you this right now and i've probably said this on the podcast before but there is as as a joker fan the idea that jason todd the red hood who you like so I'll, i understand i understand like, there's the whole thing that's kind of cheesy a little bit it's a little bit deadpool and a little bit venom meathead uh, to it that but that <laughs> i i cop to i just i still like it you know what i, mean? I know i mean he's he's actually written very well in this book the best i he's ever think been. i wanted so many everybody knows the story many years ago they did a fan poll should jason todd die and all the fans almost unanimously i mean overwhelmingly voted yes Right, yeah, you like, have to call a nine hundred number. Right, I I called it. I, oh, I very well. I voted How about kill. that? Yeah. And he was killed. But so he okay. In a way, this is good. I, I like that they explain in this in this book. The Joker actually says, "If I had killed you, then I couldn't torture you anymore, <laughs> and right. through you, torture Batman." Which is the whole 
So he point. explains that he did not, he purposely kept him just within an inch of his life so that he would torture Batman more down the road. So I, I do like that because in a way I want Joker to get credit for killing. <laughs> and he did, to be fair, and, and to your point, he did kill Jason Todd because Jason Todd was brought back through the Lazarus pit. So he was All right, actually dead. Well, they don't dead. say that here. They say he that was... he was still alive, you know? It's weird. It's very weird. But, I don't know. But that's when he comes he was if you think of it also the way Jeff Johns is doing it is that he's he's retelling the story of death in the family. He's retelling the story of the killing joke. He's retelling right. the story of even I guess you could even say like the Brian Azzarello book or some other different jokers or like different joker stories throughout the years like he's retelling it in the context of I'm tying all these things together because this is how I want to do it and that's just that's just me and I actually can I can actually tie Death in the Family and the Killing Joke together at the very least and I've got some other things going on there too which is like yeah I mean he even goes it. all the way back to the origin of Batman with Joe Chill and all that stuff I mean it's, oh yeah it's, totally it's, totally it's Joe Chill and then that's that there's a lot of Joe Till and Joe Chill in year two, right? You know, right. like yeah. they, they and Joe Joe Chill is in Batman Begins, right? But you know, different version, and and sure. then there's the Joker that kills Thomas right. and Martha Wayne in Jack Nicholson, the, you know. But yeah. he kind of is talking about all that stuff at once. That's what's so genius about it. It's true. That is very cool. He literally ties in almost any Batman story you can think of, even at the very beginning, right? Alfred's stitching him up. And he's remembering how he got this scar and this scar and this scar. And they show Bane breaking his back and they show the big scar down his back. And they, sh and like, I mean, it's, it's really just a, I mean, as much as it's called Three Jokers, it's obviously a Batman story. And I, oh. I didn't get a chance to, even though I read it. I read it recently when I was doing a movie review for a, that Red Hood movie. I had read Death in the Family, but I also reread Killing Joke after I read Three Jokers. And Jason Fabok, his artwork is very much like Brian Boland, who's a really good draftsman and always does the nine panel grid like the Watchmen, right. v for vendetta alan moore and i'm sure that jeff johns wrote it that way too and it was just a really great looking book too man it was so good yeah they're definitely drawing on those influences that brian bolin but also he he draws Dave a Gibbons. little bit like jim lee a little bit too which well yeah cool it's like a modern twist on the... yeah i like like a more dynamic style but i you know this worked that worked for this story they were trying to tell i'll say that i'll say that i agree it's 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 kind of neat although some panels i wish were bigger but i say you i like wish he threw in a, a splash page or two one or two there's, there's like a couple in there the panel where spoiler warning red hood does shoot the joker in the head one of the jokes in the head that's a pretty cool panel <laughs> I'm glad that wasn't a it tiny is. little nine panel grid. That was a big half, like 
big top third of the page. But also they do Ugh. he does kind of like a little trippy like J.H. Williams thing with the other panels like below it where they just like have I, I could be confusing it with another page, but they like repeat the same one of like the dead Joker head. And yeah. it like, kinda looks a little trippy. Yeah, cool. it's pretty trippy. The only problem but see I hear is a drawback though, is because before that, right? So here's the deal. Joker is tied up to a chair and he's taunting Red Hood, being like, look, you want to be me. You want to torture Batman just as much as I do. That's why you took the name Red Hood. And he's like, no, I did it as a way of, as a, to show you that you don't have power over me. He's like, no, nah, you totally took the Red Hood. That's my name. You took my original, you know, like yeah, the Joker. That is, is totally is, genius, Jeff Johns, because the yeah. other story that he's touching on is the under the red hood like where you find out who red hood is and, and that was judd winnick right. so that was like you know he's just really tying in together he really else. is i mean he knows everything that has happened to these characters you have to give him credit for that he's not missing a beat but yeah so anyway this is and barbara gordon is there and she's about she's like put the gun down put the gun down put the gun down and he's about to shoot the joker and she throws a a batarang to try and like knock the gun out but it's hard to tell because the panel is kind of small. You know what I mean? So that's just an example of what I I'm saying. I reread that a little bit, and then you find out that she sort of missed the Yeah, she missed. And, but it's even hard to tell Jason, that she's throwing it, I feel. Jason called no, her out just... and says, when was the last time you missed? You didn't, right. you didn't you wanted want me to not, shoot. You wanted me to shoot him. And, you know, he's got a he's got a pretty solid point there. Because, yeah, he's got a good argument. Yeah, but that of I think maybe I don't really have many complaints about the art in the book. Maybe that was a pretty uh, that was a missed opportunity there because I didn't it didn't read that way to me when I read that panel. I had to read it over again. Yeah, maybe that's just me. Maybe you're right. Maybe, but I feel like it. You know, like I'm saying, the mostly the art is great. And that one panel, I was like, well, I didn't even the know. Joker that shark, thing. Joker dogs, Joker fish. There's like that's so right. many things. <laughs> Joker, the Joker shark is pretty awesome. It's pretty it comes awesome, eat dude. Gaggy. If you remember Gaggy, Gaggy and is I didn't a know who that cut. was. Yeah. Gaggy was like an old sidekick many, many years ago that the Joker had. So weird. Like he was a court jester kind of character. It's little guy. And and it's funny because they didn't put well they actually they sort of show some stuff with when batman showing his scars he gets one of them from the penguin or the riddler so they kind of have like cameos right. but usually a book like this with hush or like any or batman all-star batman and robin there's a ton of like rogue gallery people and a ton of any modern bat family story has damien in it and a bunch of robins and stuff this really was pretty yeah. stripped down with commissioner gordon batgirl red hood batman the jokers and that was pretty much that's it. pretty much it Alfred. yeah i mean a couple of side characters but yeah that's pretty, even christian gordon's not really in it that much so yeah so, yeah, so the idea of Barbara, let's talk about Barbara for a second. So, obviously, killing joke, Barbara is shot and crippled, right? Uh, you know, by the Joker. And then over and the years. I just, I mean, I just reread Killing Joke, and it's pretty disturbing because J- 
Joker takes a bunch of pictures and it's implied sexual assault that he raped right. her. Took a bunch I, of pictures. I mean, well, at least and then he removed her clothes. Gordon, I mean, yeah, it's which is a it's sexual like, assault enough. Also, you don't have to actually physically rape the, you know what true. I mean, like rape. And, but, but also, fucking Mr. Gordon is there with his piggly wiggly hanging out and the ball gag in his mouth and has to look at pictures of his daughter it's like i know it's fucked up. up it's that's fucked why up. it's really yeah that is demented and that's why they're all still Elmer. scarred by it let's face it so that's that's the idea when jason todd said you wanted me to shoot him because of what he did to you and they're it's always awful. showing in barbara's apartment she has a calendar on the wall about like the days maybe where she got to learn to walk again or something. And well, she and, has like, a calendar from crunch. that day. Cause she was supposed to have dinner with her father, but the Joker yeah. came instead and shot her. So the idea was she answers the door. She thinks it's her dad and it's Joker and he shoots. And, right. As I recall. And she keeps the, her wheelchair in there too, even though yeah, she can walk and she now. has these chronic pain management. It's people with chronic shit in their life like it's it's real you got to read books about that stuff you know and sure. there's a, but even even when they first show her she's at the gym as barbara gordon running on the treadmill but some aching pain relief one of those drugs it's like take this if you have blah 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 she's yeah constantly, restless leg it's restless yeah. leg syndrome but you know she's constantly she's, reliving have you heard of that one that's a weird one but yeah restless leg syndrome she's watching a commercial about restless leg syndrome and she breaks the treadmill yeah but she's also is always thinking about how she had to recover from getting shot you know what i mean she's always yeah. proving it to herself she's always pushing it you know uh, it's interesting i i mean i like that aspect there are people in the shall we say the disabled community that i think rather preferred barbara as oracle yeah oracle has out. a big big fan base and then they, it's having yeah. them ret, retcon it it was pretty controversial because they're yeah you know oh well, we we loved oracle they represent us yeah <laughs> you know I, and like, i mean i can totally see that i can totally yeah. see that if there was only a way to have oracle and barbara <laughs> gordon be multiverse <laughs> you know you right. have one and the other <laughs> right spider so, when uh, but in the real world know? in i mean not in the real world in in dc cut in canon like the canon barbara gordon is yeah. batgirl right now yeah. right yeah. yeah and that was so after rebirth and that was after because right. i i have to reference comics explained because i had to watch his thing that guy's channel is awesome but he was like I think this is after Rebirth or just before Rebirth. If you think of it that way, it kind of makes sense because of Batman sitting in Metron's chair and the Barbara Gordon's Batgirl comes back in Rebirth. Gail Simone wrote those. You know, it, it, he kind of places it back then if it's going to be placed on any timeline. Which yeah, makes sure. Sense. Jason Fabok said, do, put it, do whatever you want with it. Like, I kind of... People asked, he was asked in an interview, like, where does it take place in regular content? He's like, you can interpret it any way you want, <laughs> which I kind of enjoyed. I like that. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, we've seen other Batgirls. Stephanie Brown, was that her name? And right. Like yeah. That. There's other, there's a couple other Batgirls. But I you know this, you know, okay. So Barbara Gordon's back. Let's, eh, whatever. I at least like that they worked it in the trauma. She's not just like, I got better. Like, you yeah. know, there's there trauma. Was... You know, there's panels directly out of Killing Joke in here. It's, it's yeah, and they show her in the shower. She's got the bullet hole, the scar in her chest or in her, you know, stomach. 
Yeah, she has all those books about pain, managing pain, chronic pain. She, she yeah, she, she pushes it. So I guess, see, what they're trying to do is show a difference, I guess, because Red Hood, Jason Todd, sort of manages his pain with rage. And he, yeah. he wants to kill the Joker. He kills all of his minions. And then you have Barbara Gordon just like, no, yeah. be better, be, you know, be stronger, overcome it. Meanwhile, Batman is kind of he's kind of in the middle and Red Hood is like, why don't you just kill the Joker all these all this time? You could have spared so many people. And that right. old that's an old argument, but it, it still works. And he's yeah. like, don't you think I wanted to kill the Joker? Yeah, but even if you look at the Lego Batman movie where Zach Galifianakis, what he said, you know, like it wouldn't be any fun if I couldn't play with you. Like that is the it is literally the oldest Joker trope but it's the most fun one. It's the most fun right. to comment on. And this is like the deepest it ever goes is in this book. Yeah, that's for sure. Even so the Joker brings in Joe chill. Right. And he, and there's, they were like insinuating, like, Oh, we should make him into the perfect Joker. The idea is that they want to find the perfect Joker to torture Batman. And of course, because Joker knows he's Bruce Wayne, bring in the guy who killed his parents and created the whole Batman thing. Right. But Joe Chill is dying of state. He has stage four cancer. Yeah. And so he breaks him like out of Blackgate. And it's a whole, it's a whole thing. And Batman ends up sort of saving his life. Yeah. He saves him from being dumped into, well, all, it all goes back to the Monarch Theater, right? Like the big right. climax. They go back is, to the Monarch Theater at the big and, climax. And and Joker supposedly has redone his Joker serum pool of has a puddle of it and is about to yeah. dump Joe Chill in it to a save him from dying but then keep him alive as a tortured Joker. Yeah, <laughs> and to have him that Joker, which is Joe Chill, which has tortured now him Bruce Wayne his entire life, you know. Yeah, so that was the, the the idea. Like the most perfect Joker is the one that's been torturing Bruce Wayne, right? His entire life. But that, but like meanwhile, Joe Chill is like repent. He's repenting. Oh, like he feels bad about this, and he's sorry, and he wants to tell Bruce Wayne that he's sorry that he didn't. Because not only did killing Thomas and Martha Wayne create Batman, but it kind of sent Gotham into like this sort of tailspin of you know misery and crime and everything yeah, Thomas started, Wayne was such a pillar of commu the community and it's kind of like really it reflects back on what why Joe Chill is like in prison in the first place is because like Gotham is so terrible you know like he yeah, started yeah, yeah. he made it he made his own bed <laughs> and he fucking right. fucked it up for everybody else plus he has to walk around feeling tortured all the time because he unleashed Batman on all the villains <laughs> and everything you know well, yeah, it's true, but it's interesting because he does feel bad. He he, he, want, he wrote this letter to Bruce Wayne. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. So Batman kind of has to deep, dig way deep and say, "Okay, like, I I get it. You know what I mean? You're sorry yeah. after all these years. I mean, many. I mean, he, Bruce Wayne was a little kid, but so that's it's been also like, you know year two. Like year two, he has the gun. He has Joe Chill's gun, and he almost uses it." That was there's a famous McFarlane cover where he has 
Batman with a gun on the cover. You uh, know, I, that's I Joe Chill's that. gun that he uses to that. There's a lot of Joe Chill in in Batman Year Two, which is pretty mm. pretty good tie-in, kind of tangentially to this book too. Yeah, it's interesting, like to bring it all the way back to. to I mean, but like, so in the end, Joker tells the Joker is Batman catches brings him, you know, brings him in, doesn't kill him, even though Jason Todd's like was like, why don't you kill this guy? <laughs> So, okay, in the end, the comedian Joker is the one that's left alive because he kills the other Joker after Jason Todd killed the, the first Joker. So the, the, the criminal and the, and the clown are both dead. The comedian right. Joker is the one that's alive. And he even insinuates, maybe that one was the original. Maybe I'm the original. Who knows? You know what I mean? So he, we still don't really know. But we there's the only really. one left at the end of the story. And he says, now that Joe Chill is gone, now I'm your number one nemesis. <laughs> like it's, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty great stuff. If you're like me and you're a fan of the joke, you just love the, not that I, you know, would hang out with him, but I mean, he's got a great, he's got a great style. So well, his I, whole point is torturing Batman, right? And he says, I know you're Bruce Wayne. I know Barbara Gordon is Batgirl. I know Jason Todd is Red Hood. I'm not going to tell anybody. Because I want yeah. to keep torturing you. That's a total Heath Ledger. And there was a thing. little bit of that at the end of Scott Snyder's run too, like a little bit of "oh, we know who each other is" kind of thing. And then also that because we, we're already talking about the very end of the book. There's also yeah, sorry, the I whole thing. Yeah. No, no, don't don't apologize. When you said, "Why don't we do this?" It was no question that. I knew you would have awesome stuff to say that we should we should cover this comic because yeah, okay. it's a fucking Joker, you know, like it's sure. great. It's, there is plenty to talk about, and so and also when I just read, I had to keep saying it, but I read the Killing Joke, and it so ties in because the comedian's wife, the failed comedian in the Killing Joke, is the, the cops say, hey, you're uh. Your wife, she dead because the hot water to heat up the baby's bottle uh, exploded. So, bye, she's dead. Sorry. And they arrest him. And they shuffle him away. And then, but we find out there was kind of a witness protection program kind of thing. Yeah. Where the cops were like, we we put together some money. We're just going to say, hey, why don't you get out of town? And... Back when I picture this like the 60s or 70s, maybe 70s, it's like, hey, why don't you take like some bus fare, move to Alaska and just fucking get out of here. We're going to tell him that you died. You know, and because she was prison. afraid. She was afraid for her life and the life of her child. She narked on him. But she, yeah. like, she was the one that was like, oh, the Red Hood gang is down at Ace Chemicals or whatever. So yeah. he that really was a brilliant. Oh, I'm really going to I'm going to make up. I kind of don't like it in comics when they like make up a thing that didn't happen, but this was such a really great thing that who would have even thought of that? It was genius. I thought it was. It awesome. is pretty interesting. It's a different take, right? Because yeah, the Joker's origin or one of his origins, right, was that yeah, his wife he thought his wife was dead, and and then he turned to this, you know, and she life. was pregnant too. Yeah, so they were about to have a kid, and when they show and Bruce obviously knows where she is and he like goes to visit her or something yeah he gave I, I think it's insinuated that he gave 
the money too, right? Or he gave like a, a yeah, chunk I of guess, money. Yeah, he probably even if I don't you remember. just think of think of Bruce Wayne's resources like the cops right. could have sent her to Alaska, but then he could have made sure she never had to work in her life or something, you know. Right. Like, I think he was sort of bankrolling her a little bit. Yeah. Like And then the kid is would be it seems like Robin's age or something, you know, it's like ten or twelve. So sure. Joker's son exists out right. there. But yeah. he does know that he's the Joker's son and he also hasn't fallen into a cat of that of chemicals, but he might be a bad guy. <laughs> well, we don't know, but Joker doesn't know that they're alive because he just thinks yeah, they're dead. So yeah, that's the funny twist at the end. Not only in the in, in the and Batman says like Alfred's like, so you know, who is a Joker? And he's like, Oh, I've known since the like about a week after I met him. But it right. doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter what the Joker's name is. Like but that he was kind of where they were at at the end of Scott Snyder's thing too. Yeah, we right. we both know who each other is. What difference does it make? Doesn't. Yeah, what difference does it make? You're I'm Batman. You're Joker, and that's it. You know. Yeah, it why is matter. Alfred so surprised that Batman knows who his Joker is? Yeah, I mean, Alfred is shocked because I guess he thinks. I mean, I guess. But right, what does it matter? Like, it's not. He's not even a man. Like, he's not a person anymore. He is the Joker. Like, it doesn't matter. You know, and like, kind of in Batman ties can... anyway. Maybe Alfred's like, well, could you have put him in jail if you thought that, you know, if you knew who he was or something? It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Well, this, is, this is also what I was thinking, too. It brought me back to the Joaquin Phoenix one, because maybe that's not who Joker is. And that that Bruce Wayne might grow up to be Batman, right? But that original guy that Joaquin Phoenix played, that might not be Joker. Joker might have been inspired by him and is now the new Joker or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of almost what, like, this book... I mean, you know, the idea that, like, they wanted to create other Jokers using the acid and stuff and and whatever, and And which one is the one? You know what I mean? That's kind of what how it all worked out. Like, which one is the one that started it and which one is some of them died because there's all these sort of zombie jokers running around at one point uh so i forget because i'm not looking at his face right now but which one is the one that ends up living because killing joke joker is fighting batgirl right at the very end too right and then yeah i think he's the one in the hat i don't know but the one that lives is the comedian no, yeah, I yeah. guess. Yeah. <laughs> right, the comedian joke. Not that I really, you know, but the one that's kind of more modern, I guess. Not the old one. Yeah. And, you know, not the one, I don't think the one that, I think Jason Todd killed the one that beat him up with the crowbar. Yeah, so at least wanna. you can eliminate yeah. that one. Right. Because he's literally shot in the head. Yeah. I was actually but, pretty surprised about that. I wouldn't expect one of them to get shot in the head. Well, it was, it was, you know, it's an interesting moment. That's, they get a lot into Red Hood and what he's all about, which is good because Death in the Family was a big deal back when we were kids. Like you said, you called the number and everything. And then I feel like they kind of were just like, yeah, all right, we'll just get another Robin, you know, or whatever. And yeah, that's fine. But uh, it was a big deal. And now, you know, they brought him back and he is he's still a big deal. But the idea that he is this tortured soul, you know. Like, yeah, and he's more he's... just a regular old, I don't know, in 
Marvel, he would just be like an Avenger. Like he's just kind of around. He's kind of yeah, a, but he's, he's I don't kind know. Of he's like kind of like the Punisher in a way, right? Yeah, he's kind of like, like the he's kind of like Punisher, but and they don't do a great job with him in like his solo books. But this mm-hmm. this book and Judd Winnick's Under the Red Hood and anything that follows up those kind of stories, just regular old Batman stories that are based on the Red Hood and you know Hush and stuff like that. I mean, I'm just talking in general like about those kind of big kind of big stories but they're usually those are pretty good but this was really did yeah. tap into that you know who wrote that book it was jim starlin wrote you know the guy that gave us thanos wrote death in the family right but, but yeah it's just wild how how broad you can get with it and, and like still yeah. be like yeah it's jeff johnson is very specific with these things and like there's even the panel of Robin's face next to the Red Hood's face with the domino mask. And I just thought it was perfect because that's like not even from the comics. It's from Mike Mignola cover for one of those Death of the Family issues. And I was just like, oh, dude, this is the best. Give me more of this. (laughs) I want 17,000 Jokers. Give me more of story. Sure. Well, it's funny because, yeah, the the idea is that so there's a lot going on with Batman feeling this guilt because he thought Jason Todd was dead all this time. And when he was and he felt guilty that he didn't try to save him or whatever, you know, like and they even say Barbara says, like, wait a minute. So he's back and he's he's in pain and he's going out there and he's killing all these people. Like, why aren't you helping him? Right. Or why didn't you help him? And he's like, yeah. I thought he was more like you, that he was strong enough to overcome this in, in a way, yeah. like strong right. enough to be better, just like Barbara is, like we said. So there's that sort of another layer of emotional torture for Batman, right? Like, <laughs> And, you know, it is interesting because it does, the Jason Todd story does come up like quite a bit with Batman. But and even as I was saying before about I'm glad there wasn't a ton of characters. Nightwing is noticeably not in this. This is not a story mm. about Dick at all. And yeah, he's, he's not even mentioned. The, he's the, he's Robin. He's Nightwing. He's part of the Teen Titans. He's he's Damien's old older. He's Damien's Batman. Right. You know, like so. It's it's. Tr- I w- I didn't miss him at all, but it, no. it noticeably, if anybody else were to write this story, that would have been Nightwing in it. Yeah, yeah, I agree, because he's a big part of Batman lore, obviously, but this wasn't really, it wasn't really a spot for him, you know, because he doesn't have that kind of emotion. He, he, yeah, his his parents were killed, right? Like, I guess. Yeah, just but, like it wasn't that. The, but the Joker didn't kill his parents. Yeah. The Joker didn't cut the cords on the, right. <laughs> you know what I mean, on the right, fabulous right. Grayson's, you know, it had nothing, <laughs> he didn't meet the Joker till later. Right. So there you go. He doesn't really have a spot here. So I'm glad he wasn't. I'm glad they kept it stripped down, like you said. So let me ask you this as a fan. What do you think of the sort of the the Jason Todd, Barbara Gordon kind of uh, you know, romance-ish I, kind of thing? They kiss? What's going on there? I think that's kind of a thing that I don't – my favorite fake band name that would be for an emo band or, or something is <laughs> – is kiss her sister. I think I've mentioned that before. <laughs> kiss her sisters. It sounds so malicious and 
Oh, you really kissed your girlfriend's sister or your wife's sister? Or, you know, the girl you had a crush on, sister? That's really sinister. But this, I think, was merely a very human moment that's actually kind of real. When you're you're close to someone and you love someone, they're not your blood relative. And you just kind of have a little, you just kind of have a mistake kiss. And, like, that's where, you know, Barbara just kind of, they kind of slipped it into it. And Barbara's, oh, I was just like kind of, I didn't want you to feel so sick or in pain anymore. Right. You were, you like were recovering. You and we, yeah. we kind of, you know, we were kind of like hugging. We were close. We had a moment. We kind of kissed. And we were like, oh, that, that was actually kind of wrong. But then I think that Jason is not mature enough to just be like, yeah, we just kind of had a thing, you know? So, no, he was, he definitely told her at the very end. He loved her, but his note got literally swept away. (laughs) Now, what I was thinking, and and I didn't notice, uh, and I could be overanalyzing, but, and Comics Explained didn't say anything about this, but the guy was the janitor that's sweeping it away. I totally pictured that as a Joker. I pictured that actually as a Joaquin Phoenix Joker because it reminded me of the hallway that he's like dancing in with his suit for the first time, you know? I was, oh, is that Joker sweeping that thing away? Because that would be really pretty, it's pretty kind. Cool. They don't show his face at all, but it's kind of a purpley kind of outfit. I, and you know? I just thought of if, the, even if I, even if I just made that up, I like to think that like, oh, it was the Joker actually was following them. I mean, because he does know who they are, as he says to Batman. It's I know you all, but I'm not going to say anything. So I I, I like that. I'm going to go with that, too. I'm going to go with that. Because he's wearing a purple outfit. I'm going to go with that. And you said you said something to me earlier that very much applies. Nothing is in a movie by mistake. That's true. I did say that. Yeah, that would make more sense, though, too. Right. Because as opposed to just being a random I never read it on any other reviews or websites or anything, but it it would make more sense that it just oh the thing fell off her and door. Some guy swept and it away. Some guy swept it away. No, it makes there's more, no a lot more sense in this thing. Like there's a there's a judge that was feeding people Blackgate or something, and he's dead. There's some random GCPD cops or whatever. Like there's a couple of random people to fill up the background in this story, but mostly it's pretty yeah there's not a lot of random stuff here it's all it all means something i mean i do wish that it was animated like a looney tune and that (laughs) the camera kind of like closes in and when they make the animated version of this they'll do it he'll turn around he'll wink and then the thing will like go around his head like the Animaniacs. I mean, I'm going to look at that again, stuck. even just because I, I think that that's a great idea. I'm going to look uh, at it as well. Yeah. I didn't have my iPad. Because, open. I mean, it's funny, I though. It's, I mean, it's not funny. It's not funny. Haha. But it's it says something on his back, even. I don't know what it says. Maybe you can zoom in on that on your app. But I'm going to go with that's. You know, if you don't yeah, have it, in your, I know I know that you have it because you're such a huge fan and I don't know how you read your your comics these days. But I would say that you should read. It says fun time cleaners, fun time. 
Fun time? Fun of course. Time. Okay, then it's not by accident at all. That's totally what it is. Fun time. Oh, good, good job, Clay. Hey, I'm I was... props on that. <laughs> that I mean, I, I was so engrossed, and then I read. I, I was just gonna say, read the Killing Joke again if you haven't recently. And, oh, I, and, yeah, yeah, I should. I should. It, it, there was something that happened. There was some sort of controversy, because I have a printed comic that it's like kind of a thin graphic novel it's not that it's not that long it's like a web street it's like 87 <laughs> pages but i have the killing joke but i don't open it too much because the i think the pages of some of my old batman graphic novels and, and trades are like kind of the glues coming apart a little bit yeah. so i was i gotta get it digitally mm -hmm. so i can read it but brian boland recolored it and there was like a lot of people saying they didn't like the recoloring or whatever i tried to buy the oldest digital version i could but i still think it was the 10th anniversary or something like that but it, it's pretty funny because there's the famous picture of the cover you know he has the wits camera and all that right there's the actual photo that Brian Bolins took of himself in the mirror that he made that drawing of. It's really pretty awesome. I'd never seen it before. That's that is awesome. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm, I'll just email it to you. I'll yeah, send that up. Really Put good. it in the show notes. It's really good. Oh, thank you. I will read Killing Joke again. Not yes. to this story. Not yeah. that it not that you can't follow along. Like I've totally got everything that was going on in the story. Although I think anytime we were confused in the story, it was on purpose. You know, I still right. think that right. the three Joker identities are not, they're not even set in stone really. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they are well, that's what bit... the Joker's all about. You know what I mean? It's kind of like Keith Ledger, you know what I mean? Saying, you know how I got these scars and he tells a different story each time. You know what I mean? Like it's, or it's like nobody knows the real origin of the Joker. Yeah, we think that the Killing Joke one is good, or the the Man Who Laughs, which is another one I really recommend. Oh, if you was, haven't read, you bought, you bought that one for me, I think. Digital. Oh, it's so good. I really like the Man Who Laughs, which is kind of like Killing Joke too. It's very similar, but yeah, they're really. So I mean, what is the origin story of the Joker? I don't know. Is it the one with his wife and the red hood and the whole thing and blah blah blah? I don't which know. Or is he is, whatever? Which I think that we've made it's it's totally confusing, but the comedian and well, the killing joke Joker and the comedian are like the same. They're the same. So which one is the one that lives at the end? Like, is it the one that is a failed comedian and his wife went because that is the same Joker that's in the killing joke. So, yeah, but they're kind of insinuating. Well, which one was the 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 Joker that made all the other Jokers in a way, right. you know, like so you don't you just don't fucking know, do you? Yeah, and, exactly. And, and I was thinking that you knew when we came no. on here, but we don't know. No, and that's the, you're the not point. supposed to know. Nobody knows. It's but it's it's kind of that's the way they want it, and that's I'm glad that Jeff Johns didn't go there. You know what I mean? And try to come up with a definitive story. It's better that you just. Leave it to your imagination. And if you want to believe it's like the Joaquin Phoenix version, go ahead. I don't know. You know, if, if that's how you want to roll, go ahead. If you want to believe that he was just like a criminal, like a sort of second-rate criminal, I think they say. In one, at one point, Batman's kind of like, yeah, hey, he's just sort of a little thug. I don't know. I mean, 
Batman does explain in the end, kind of like this is the Joker that does this, and this is Joker that does that. But he even he is speculating. It's all speculation. We don't know and, which uh, Joker. Yeah, I is think the, that the best illustration of any of that is Heath Ledger when he tells two different origin stories in the movie, and we're right. like, "What? Oh, so which one do you believe?" And you no, don't why did he tell a them. different story this time? Yeah, it's it, but that's or how that's how the Joker is. That's how the Joker or operates. The the one about his dad. You know what I mean? Or you don't believe that one, or right? It's it's either all or maybe they're both true. Who knows? It's you true. Know? <laughs> I mean, they could both be true. Like when he says, "You know how I got these scars?" It could be. He could mean any scars. There's, you know, all kinds of different scars. scars. So they could both be true. And that. To to anyone's credit, that this is you're gonna hate talking about this, but in <laughs> in the Suicide Squad movie, I I just have to say, there's nothing really Joker about it. Like there's not there's none of these cool things that we're talking about. Yeah, I just yeah. I'm I'm setting it straight for you in case, and if you probably haven't seen Birds of Prey yet, which it is still pretty fun, but all they talk about in that is kind of how they do it in the comics where Harley feels abused and he's the ex-boyfriend and, and she right. they do a little bit of their therapy session or whatever and they do a little bit of showing her the origin like they re-show like part of the origin where they fall into the they fall into the fucking Ace Chemical bath together and stuff like that and she blows up Ace Chemicals spoiler warning in that like the first couple of minutes of the movie right well but the movie is do... called the emancipation of harley quinn yeah right? like, but they yeah. don't in that in that era of the movies or like whatever you want to call it who knows but they don't do anything cool with jared leto's joker at all there's nothing that brings he doesn't bring any like mystique or any he doesn't add to anything you know yeah. Maybe that's why they made the Joaquin Phoenix movie because that was he brought a lot. <laughs> that one is Yeah, just... that was the origin sort of well not origin, but just yeah, like they got into the character they never got into the character. And it's fine. It's not the movie was about Suicide Squad and I frankly I don't know why they had the Joker in it at all. <laughs> you know yeah, they I mean? didn't you you didn't need to. Uh, yeah, like, maybe there was no you reason. have Maybe you they did have the the Batman cameo. Like maybe you throw Batman in there to be like, Yeah, look, Batman this is the same universe as Batman. Which is yeah. literally almost a joke out of like Justice League International where you see or or in, in a young or Teen Titans or something where you see the corner of like Batman's cape as it flies away, just like as a joke would be like, Oh, that, that was him or something, you know what I mean? Right. Like they make a joke. But yeah, they there was just nothing Joker about any of that. So that's, yeah. that doesn't come up at all. <laughs> yeah, point. I mean, that's why that, that one doesn't really that doesn't really count, you know. But yeah, well, as far as I feel bad comics, for you that, is... you know, if Joker was in a movie and it sucked, you know, like like you felt bad <laughs> for the Wonder Woman fans that they had a movie that they sucked. I feel bad that they had to do that. Yeah, I mean, I that didn't really, but it didn't bother me that much because it wasn't really a Joker movie. They, I don't know why they threw him in, but it was a, I guess the problem was there was so much talk about it, you know? Oh, Jared Leto was a Joker and he brought rats to set or yeah, whatever. Yeah, he just sounds like an asshole. Yeah, like, who, what? Why is this even, why are we having this conversation? He was in the movie for like five minutes. 
<laughs> it doesn't yeah. even matter. It looks stupid. But I yeah, mean, I mean, like the one shot where he's as... like laid down on the ground and all the knives are around him. That's a cool shot visually. But sure, other than cool that, vision. there's like nothing really to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but as far as comics go, this is this is it. This is the Joker. The this is the character is is well done. And as far as Batman and Red Hood and Barbara Barbara Gordon slash Batgirl, it's you know. It's better than any anything that DC's done in a long time. I would say I know this is Jeff Johns. We're dealing with the top of the top, top, top of the stack. Like he is, I think he's one of the best comic writers. Anytime he's done anything, I love the Green Lantern, Blackest Night stuff. He can write like a really deep story. But this is as this is as good as the the books I keep talking about. This is as good as Hush. This is as good as all-star batman this is as good as little runs from the 90s i would read in in legends of the dark knight you know this is just like an awesome fucking batman story so good. sure i i agree with that i mean it's up there when you talk about oh everybody talks about death in the family kind of joke and all these famous batman stories i think this one will will go will rank right up there so. i think it la i think it's i think it's in a top 10 stories about batman stories and joker, joker stories yeah i mean joker stories. i agree is there's not as many, but the bat- best Batman stories are Joker stories, really. That's true. I agree. Isn't that what he's trying to say? <laughs> exactly. This is what the Joker would want you to think, too. Yeah, he so, would. He wanted to say, hey, those yeah. other guys don't mean shit. I'm your nemesis. Like, we're, we're linked. We are, you know, this is the way it is. Yeah, Riddler or Penguin, they don't have the same, or Two-Face even. I mean, yeah, or, yeah they're or fine. Tom- Tommy Hush, even Tommy Hush is like, you know, Thomas Elliot, like he's right. just kind of, that's almost like face off or something. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. the, it's, he's trying to be like Bruce Wayne, but like, isn't nearly as cool, not nearly as rich and not nearly as strong. <laughs> so. Right. Yeah. So I think that's, that's about all we have. Clay, what do you, let's, we just going to wrap it up. What do you have going on before we uh... going on? I've got a lot of stuff going on. It's so funny because we're recording this at night. We always record usually on Tuesdays around six if we can. And I've had meetings. I had a, I recorded a podcast. This is my third podcast. We've done two tonight. <laughs> and then I right. actually have a call at nine o'clock that I have to take on oh, Zoom. Oh, God. I'm doing some different thing. I'm doing some business stuff. And the guy literally, I'm Zooming with somebody in Australia. So oh. it's going to be like nine in the morning for him and like nine at night for me. It's pretty wild. All right. Uh, well, keep uh, your eyes peeled, I guess, for anything that Clay's yeah. working on. But uh, I do have, I have the sub stack and season sure. two of I Think This Is Great. And that's at I Think This Is Great.com. So I've got a, a comic book podcast coming out on that feed tomorrow for subscribers. And then the next day, or you know, other everybody All those else, other All losers. Those, yeah. Well, very well. Very and good. so we got. I got a comic book uh, podcast coming up on that feed, and that's a good way to support us, support the show, support me. You can give a little money to the Substack, buy me a coffee, do the same thing for Durson. Durson, I understand that you have a new T-shirt website. Yeah, my T Public store. I ran into a little snafu, but I'm back up. It's tpublic.com slash Dungeon. 
So check it out there for all your Robin Hood. I put some new ones on there for new Robin Hood designs and also just some other of my old designs that that were selling very well. But there's also RobinHoodComic.com. And I I was interviewed recently about RobinHoodComicBook.com or just Robin Hood, the comic book. Robin Hood Outlaw of the 21st Century. I got interviewed on MassMovement.co.uk. Just that was a great interview, man. I love that interview. It was mm-hmm. uh, it was fun. I'm not gonna lie to you. It was interesting. It's a British, you know, it's a British website, and obviously Robin Hood is a British, you know, legend. And they so have national health care. <laughs> apparently they do, but apparently the Tories are trying to take it away. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. <laughs> you're, you're like, I don't want to comment here or there on the Tories because I don't know what that means. Right. Uh, I don't really I, I don't really follow your politics, but I mean, as I was getting interviewed, it was literally days after the, the, the riots at the Capitol. And, you know, I don't want to spoil the whole interview, but there was a question about what time frame does that take place in? Because there's some police corruption and, and you know, the, the world is kind of falling apart. And I was like, it's today. Right. <laughs> it's definitely happening now. now or whatever. Yeah, literally, it actually is five minutes from now. You're right. It was like from when I, I mean, it was a while ago when I wrote it, but it's it's almost like it was it was ahead of the game. And I don't want to brag, but oh my god, I was I wrote it before the Trump presidency, and the Trump yeah. presidency only made things more like Robin Hood. But can I tell you a funny in joke? Do you want to hear a funny in joke about that interview? And maybe you know it. So do you remember John Oliver's Google extension? That anytime you type no. the word Trump, you know, in Chrome, it will change oh, it to Trump. Do you, do do you remember, remember that? that? Yeah, I remember that. Well, I still have it. <laughs> so when I posted the interview, it changed it to Trump. That's pretty <laughs> so good. It was pretty amazing. Yeah, check it out. Massmovement.co.uk. It, it's on my Facebook or it's on the Robin Hood Facebook as well. Robin Hood Outlaw of the 21st Century. And uh, sure, I'll put in snow, show notes. I don't know. RobinHoodComicBook.com, right? That's fun. To yes. See, that is it. RobinHoodComicBook. So that's all I got. And I think that's Love all we it. got. Clay, I got to let Love you go. It. You got an interview at, in a few minutes coming up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, dude, it was, I got to say, if you want to talk this long about the Joker with anyone, it's going to be you because you're my friend <laughs> and you love the Joker. And so do I. I love, I love Batman. Actually, it's it's come up that you've bought, you've bought Joker figures that come with the Batman. You're like, you want this piece of crap? And you give it to me. I'm I like, have yes, done. I want the Batman one. <laughs> so, and I will continue to do it every time there's a double, you know, Batman and, and Joker. And I promise, I to you. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. All right, so that's all we got. Thanks for listening, everybody. Check us out, leaguepodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, yeah. That's all we got. We'll talk to you guys soon. I'm going to roll myself up in a big ball. And-